Welcome to High Gluttony. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two ladies on an adventure. Listen along every 10 days or so as we cook a dish we like. Quest about cannabis education. Or chat with someone we respect. You can find more information about this episode at highgluttony.com. Thanks for joining us, gluttoneers. Off we go. My brother's 10-year anniversary, wedding anniversary yesterday, yeah. as of when we are recording this, people, not when you're listening. And of course, I woke up this morning to have sort of a mini existential crisis, which I do most days. <laughs> well, once a week. <laughs> no, most days. Most, most days. days. Having some sort of existential <laughs> crisis at least once a day. Luckily, it's usually something different every other day so you know a rotating wheel of terror of of terror yeah (laughs) but if I'm thinking about it so it's like it's his 10-year wedding anniversary he's got good job good marriage a PhD and a kid and all I'm doing over here is trying to see how many different hair colors I can have in one summer (laughs) and then also deciding that a side ponytail is my preferred hairstyle now. So <laughs> I'm also running programming for a podcast. So, you know, I mean, it's just we're very different places in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a little hard to take sometimes with, with that. Then I had insult to, added insult to injury when I was at Trader Joe's this morning and I had to buy some bourbon because it's our corn episode and we needed something to drink that was corn-based. I go to the register. I get my ID out. Guy doesn't even look at it. Mm. I'm young, right? (laughs) I'm not old. Am I old? (laughs) But I I did have to realize that most people who are underage are not grocery shopping at 830 in the morning and buying bourbon and coffee and prosciutto. So I think (laughs) maybe in context... He's like, this person is not underage. Just going to let her get away with it. Then also had to comment that both the coffee I was buying and the bourbon were the same price. And (laughs) my morning perk up and my good night drink are the same (laughs) price. It's a nice symmetry, you know? (laughs) Equitable distribution of your vices. (laughs) Like, what does this mean? I like expensive coffee or does this mean I like cheap bourbon? I... I, (laughs) And I don't even know if I like the, actually, well, I do because we've made a drink with it, but I didn't know if I liked the bourbon. I just bought it because I like the bottle. So. <laughs> Beautiful bottle. Did you see this yeah. bottle? I mean, it's just a plain bottle, but know, it's like, it's a fun shape. I like it. So that was my morning. Did you have any existential crises today, Becca? Or I did a little bit. We were running some errands and on the radio. We've been listening to like local radio as we like drive around. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, ah, no wonder we need to leave. But (laughs) (laughs) the governor comes on with this announcement. It's a commercial announcement saying this is the worst drought this state has ever seen. And we're driving through this neighborhood where all of the lawns are just this gorgeous green, perfectly manicured. And it just made me like so outraged that <laughs> so much money is still being diverted into water for front lawns when I'm looking up around at the mountains that are one, covered in smoke, and two, dry as fuck. But God forbid we not let people have the choice of watering their lawns or not. And he says, make the right decision. And I'm like, I'm so fucking sick of people telling individuals to make the right decision because we all think we're making the right decision. This isn't a thing that we can get around. You can't tell millions of people make your own best decision. No. Well, or you've got the, it doesn't matter because it is my decision. So fuck everybody else. That's, <laughs> that's the main problem is that like we are, we have zero, well, not zero, but very little community mindedness in the U.S. That's shitty. Yeah. It's just shitty. And so that was mine today. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to say that, but when you asked, I was like, actually, yeah, I can't stop thinking about this. <laughs> I do need to complain about something just for a sec. 
Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, I do know you made a double bourbon. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that's helping with your brass outrage, but what else are you enjoying today, <laughs> Becca? I snuck in a pen a little bit. It is great. It's fantastic. I haven't used a pen in a very long time. And what about you, Gretchen? Today, I decided to be a good girl because I did buy a bunch of joints last night from Ease and I was going to smoke one during recording. But we now have a rule (laughs) that Gretchen's not allowed to smoke joints during recording. I'm being good. And I'm going to have a bowl of jelly bean instead. I'm so excited for you. Jelly bean. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's the end. It's the end of the era though. Like none of the cross seeds that I planted this spring took. I can't remember if I told you, but one of my plants was male. I had to rip it out. Oh no. So I'm down to, I have four plants and they're all really tiny right now. I'm pretty annoyed with what my growing is what's going on with my growing right now apologies if we're a little bit intense today it's been quite the week for both of us which is why we're having a lot of fun today with manhattans and all things corn we are going to be making homemade fresh popcorn on the stovetop i've never made that before so excited wait what no no wait Mm -mm. oh god i sorry i didn't realize that was going to be a brand new adventure for you too that's why I was like, what pan should I use? What oil should I use? How, what are we exactly talking about here? We're going to do that first. Well, well, Gretchen will tell us what we're doing, but we're, <laughs> we're making popcorn on the stovetop. We're making a looks like delicious corn soup and a brown butter sauce. Wow. Brown, brown butter. We're going to start with our brown butter because we're going to use the same pan that we're going to make our soup in, priming that pan by making our brown butter in it. And then... We're going to dump the majority of the brown butter out, leave a little bit in the pan, saute our veggies in it, make our soup. Once our soup is done, we'll make our popcorn garnish and toss that with a little brown butter and some black truffle salt. And uh, and then we'll, that's it. We tried to keep it kind of simple. Becca had this great idea to do be- corn soup. I was thinking corn fritters, but I think this is a better way to go. I'm super excited. I do like corn. I kept seeing fresh corn, so it had been on my mind, and I couldn't find any the day I needed it, of course. So I have frozen corn. You have fresh corn. I do. And with frozen corn, which is what the recipe says, frozen or previously previously cooked. cooked leftover corn. Yeah. This is definitely world level one. With cutting the corn from the cob, do you think that changes it to a two, or it's just like an added step that... You kind of have to negotiate. We'll bump it up to a two just because I don't know how many people are really comfortable cutting corn off the cob because they do have like things like corn strippers that like just go down the current, like the whole, what's the word? <laughs> cob, the cob, the center mm-hmm. yeah, and strip off the corn. I use a knife. I'm perfectly comfortable doing that. When I was in culinary school and working in restaurants, I used to do it all the time. So I'm really comfortable cutting corn off the cob. It's not a problem for me, but other people may not have that same level of comfort. So just would add a little bit of difficulty. I'm not sure if it bumps it fully up to a world level two, but it's still slightly more than a one. Maybe (laughs) 1.5. 1.5. Yeah. (laughs) World one with enhanced difficulty. I don't know. (laughs) Are you doing any fun experiments this time? Any gretchen stuff? Since I got fresh corn and I had corn on the cob and I was taking it off the cob, Seems like a shame to just throw those cobs away with not using them. So I made a little corn stock to use in my soup because I don't have as much veggie stock as you do just laying around. (laughs) Right. That's all I have. (laughs) And I went to see if I could maybe throw a veggie bouillon cube in there, but I'm out of my veggie bouillon. Very The ones from England. The UK. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, my parents are going to have to pick some up when they go in October. (laughs) Still have the chicken and still have some beef working my way through those. So I did use a chicken instead of the veggie. I wanted to get that super duper corny flavor in there by boiling the, the cobs. So I boiled those for about 45 minutes just to get them a nice flavorful stock cooked down. I had about two cups of stock that came out of five ears of corn, which was the amount of corn 
that was required to get to the three cups of corn for the recipe. And so I ended up with about two cups of corn stock from that. Do you think that added starch to the water or to the stock? Oh yeah, it probably did. It might help thicken it a little bit, but I'd have to look into that a little more. You mentioned three cups of corn. So I will read through all of the ingredients and we are using a recipe from Dash of Savory. And we both liked this one. It looked similar to other ones that Gretchen was viewing and deciding against or for, but this one, the recipe was so, like the the page was so clean and organized and there wasn't a bunch of fluff and chat and text. And it was just, here's the recipe, here are the steps, here are some images if you want them, here's a further breakout of the steps. It was awesome. So we loved that. (laughs) We made the decision based purely on aesthetics, but it was pretty similar. Today we are making aesthetic decisions or this week we're making aesthetic decisions. Whereas I did a buy <laughs> totally based on a bottle today. So the bourbon <laughs> does seem like it is fine. Pretty good. Cute. I like it. It makes a decent Manhattan. Okay. Back to ingredients. Finally, I will finally read the ingredients. I seem to not be able to talk about them. One stick of butter, one sweet onion chopped, one leek cleaned and chopped. And we are only using the white portion of this leek. Yes. One fourth teaspoon smoked paprika for the soup, four cloves of garlic minced or pressed. We both minced ours. Pressed. Pressed? Yeah. We're using a garlic press. Oh, right. I just was like, it makes it minced. (laughs) No, No. it's not the same. Sorry, Becca. It's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. Four cloves of pressed garlic. We have four cloves of (laughs) pressed, not minced garlic, three cups of corn, four cups of vegetable stock or chicken stock with corn cobs, one cup of heavy whipping cream, which is what I'm using. But Gretchen, you're using... I'm going to use sour cream instead, just to add a little bit of that sour note. And that way I can add my cream at the very end of the cooking since with Becca's heavy cream... The soup will have to be cooked with the cream just to push some of the water out. Since that sour cream is quite thick, I won't need to do that. I can just add that straight at the end. So there'll be a little bit of deviation in our recipes. Do not stress. (laughs) Minor, very minor. (laughs) We can do this. I can do this. I got this. You got this. I'm going to talk you through it. You got it. And then smoked paprika to top the soup. Then popcorn ingredients are (laughs) one half cup of kernels. And two tablespoons of neutral oil. I forgot to get it, but I'm going to use canola. I haven't decided what I'm using yet. I'll, whatever I pull out of the cupboard will be what I'm using. <laughs> I think I'm, I might go with avocado oil just because I have it. I feel like I need to start using it. It's kind of gotten pushed to the back. And I do like that because it has a really nice high smoking point. Well, now that we've gone through the ingredients, let me take you on a slightly more detailed journey through the recipe here. Thank you. Some equipment we're going to be using today. I bet you could figure this out if you think about it real hard, but in case you can't or you're too high to do so, (laughs) I'm going to need a heavy bottom pan. That's going to be for making our popcorn. We will talk a, a bit more through the popcorn process when we get to that point. My pan, then you're going to need a pan or a pot for making your soup an immersion blender to blend your soup, and then a bowl for your popcorn. Pretty pretty easy here with the, the equipment today. And a reminder that we only need those two pans or one pot because we're making the brown butter in the same pan as the soup. First. Yes. Yes. For for two reasons, really. I only told Becca in, the, in our getting ready to record chat uh, <laughs> that it was because I didn't feel like making your dishes dirty, but it also lends more flavor. That flavor is in the pot. So we can use that flavor. So you're just building one more layer of flavor in. There's laziness and also flavor reasons. Extra yeah. flavor layer, one less pan to wash. I'm so on board. I love it. In our pan that we're going to make our soup in, we are heating that butter until it starts to turn brown. Depending on the heat, might take about 10 minutes because we're probably going to try and go kind of slow on it, but we could also crank up the heat and make it go a little faster. Depends on if you want to stand there and watch it or if you want to walk away from the stove. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I don't suggest going far. You got to watch that brown butter because it can go over the top way too fast. So we're going to go for like a medium toasty brown. We don't want like full dark brown, but we want to make sure there's some good toastiness to the butter. So we're going to pour the majority of our brown butter out of the pan, but we do want to leave a nice coating since we're going to be sauteing our veg in that oil. So you don't want to like scrape the pan out really aggressively, but if you just leave like, you know, whatever just dumps out naturally, that should be more than enough. And just pour that into a glass dish until right. we're going to use it later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Heat proof dish. Cause it is going to be hot. Don't put it into plastic. Please don't melt your equipment. All right. <laughs> Not fun. Not fun. So put, putting the hand, pan, the hand, putting the pan back on the heat, I'm going to add our leeks and our onions and saute those until they're just starting to brown a little bit and they're quite translucent. They should be breaking down some as well during this cooking time. Then we're going to add our garlic and smoked paprika and we're going to give those a light saute too, just letting the heat activate their aromatic qualities and adding the corn as our final sauteing step. It says to cook for five minutes. Now I'm going to argue with this for just a second. I'm sorry. I have to take a side trip here. I know you had issue when we first read it. (laughs) I don't understand why you have to saute it for five minutes when you're going to boil it for like 20. They might, because you're not trying to brown it at all. Like it would be different if you were looking for color on, but you're not, you're just like putting it in there and sauteing it for a minute. It feels like a completely unnecessary step to me. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that she suggests using frozen corn or pre-cooked corn? You're probably right. That would, that would make the most sense. Although you're, this doesn't specify that the sock is supposed to be hot. So that would be the only reason I would do that is like, yeah, it would help get everything up to temperature a little bit faster, but it's sort of six to one, half dozen, the other with, you know, it's, it's heating up in the pan or it's heating up in the stock. It's not, there's not that big of a, (laughs) well, I know, I know I'm like harping on something really nitpicky right now. I'm like, I don't know why (laughs) it's bothering me. This is the thing that bothers me about this recipe. That makes sense. It is confusing. And they, she, this person who wrote this doesn't specify if the corn you put in is frozen or not at the time, which if it is frozen, that makes sense with the five minutes, but isn't it also going to release a lot of water? It could. Corn's pretty juicy regardless. So I don't feel like you're going to get more water out of frozen corn than fresh corn. Yeah. Yes. But also not not as much, not as big of a difference from like using fresh corn as you would think. Okay. As, got as it. with others, some other veggies. Okay. Got it. Well, I let my frozen corn come to room temperature because the recipe didn't say whether or not it could be frozen at the time of adding. So I took it out a while ago, just in case. I think that was a great plan. I, oh. I approve. And I feel like these are the times when I'm like, Becca learns things from me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look at me go. It makes me feel so good. <laughs> now that we've gone down that rabbit hole, let me remind you where we started. We started with <laughs> adding the corn to the pan and sauteing. Now we're adding our veggie stock and bringing that to a boil. As soon as it starts boiling, turn it down to a simmer and cook for 10 minutes. Once you've cooked for 10 minutes, we're going to blend it. Best case scenario is having an immersion blender because you could blend that puppy right in the pan. You are not invested in the kitchen equipment in the same way. You can put it in a blender. And really, you don't have to blend it at all. You can do whatever the fuck you want. There are no (laughs) rules. No one's going to make you do it. Not on this podcast. Nope. Especially not on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I spend in general, but no, not on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Because the recipe also said you could sieve it. We are not sieving this. I am not making another thing dirty. So no sieving for us. We are going to blend it just to make a puree, but we're not that concerned about having a very smooth puree. That's really just a fanciness step. (laughs) (laughs) And we're fancy, but we're not that fancy. So we're fancy and we're tired. And we're tired. Yeah, we, (laughs) we, we work all week. That's, and then we do this all Saturday so that we, we just don't have time for that shit. Nope. Now all going in. It's all going in. Once you've blended We're going to add your heavy cream. If you're using the heavy cream, you will cook for 10 more minutes to thicken. That's just getting some of the water out of your soup and out of your heavy cream. Turn it off. Then we're going to turn off the heat 
And I am going to add my sour cream as a last minute addition. I might even just pop it in the bowls when I serve it. Not sure. Oh, Mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see how Mm -hmm. it ends up. I have some goat cheese I'm debating (gasps) throwing Mm -hmm. on the top. That would be so good. Yes. I vote yes. Okay. 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 Like, oh, feta. Yeah. Feta cheese. Oh, yeah. Something super salty. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Goat goat or feta. Can't go wrong either way. Mm. The whole time that's cooking the lids off. Because you've been talking about things evaporating now, especially water. So that whole time we're using that brown butter sauce pan and then we never are covering it. Nope. No, we are not. We will not be using a lid today. Although once we turn it off, if you want to put the lid on to help retain some of the heat while you make the popcorn, even though it won't take that long, you can do that. I probably suggest doing that. It is soup. It's not going to like you're not worried about like crunch or something. <laughs> sure. It can't overcook. It can't overcook. <laughs> You've pretty much overcooked it already. Five minutes so. on the corn, as Gretchen would say. Five <laughs> fucking extra minutes. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do five extra minutes. Oh my gosh. Uh, do you want to talk us to the popcorn when we get to that step? But you mean before, just before we do it? Yes. But yeah. you'll have to help me remember to do that because you know okay. how I like to blow through things too. So you are always loving just jumping into the next. Yeah. You are, you are future focused. I am future focused. Oh, you look at you and your fancy terminology. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to make the soup. We got to get up and go over to the kitchen and cook some Move things. our bodies. What? Move our bodies. All right. I am turning my stove on. Yeah. Cause I've got, I've got time to, to take a hit here. Yeah, you do. You turned your stove on to medium. You said, yeah, I'm going to do medium. We forgot to say that the recipe calls for micro greens to top oh, our soup yeah. with. And Gretchen and I both didn't really feel like doing that because that's how we roll. So we are both doing fresh basil instead. Yes. And our popcorn. So I felt like that's enough. I agree. If I had been able to find like micro basil, then I probably would have just like really gone for it. But Mm -hmm. you can hear my butter. You already put it in. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a whole stick of butter, right? Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll have, you'll have extra. We'll see. I'm gonna hit start on my timer because I forgot I think mine's been in there for about a minute so you put it in as soon as you turned your heat on yes yeah I gotcha okay because we can do a little bit of low and slow with this as I said it just depends on how much attention you want to pay sure getting my heat proof container out so hanging around a bit oh okay (laughs) he's my peter rabbit oven mitt thingy peter rabbit mitt Mm -hmm. so cute my mom got it for me in England. It used to be my favorite book as a child. So Aww. I love yeah, all well, the Well, that beautiful. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no fucking <laughs> duh. Like, Weird that you ended up with so many rabbits over your lifetime. <laughs> Super weird. Where that came from? We'll, that nev- we'll never know. <laughs> I did a, a report on Beatrix Potter at one point in my childhood. I made, you know, mm. it's one of those times when we were making dioramas for shit, you know, did you ever make dioramas? Like we did of them course. all the time. Yeah. And I feel like that's a running joke in Bob's Burgers too, that they always oh, have like- to make dioramas in the school. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. So you had to make one? I made one. But yeah, the, so the report was about Beatrix Potter. And so there were like all these little animals scattered, like it was like her room where she wrote and apparently she's quite messy, like... <laughs> clearly one of my role models <laughs> huge inspo for Gretchen <laughs> Beatrix Potter report sealed the deal yeah like oh this person is just like me I had no Seriously. idea how much I was young then I wasn't quite the same person <laughs> I wasn't grown up yet with five animals and a whole messy <laughs> house to take care of and it's single. I don't think Beatrix Potter ever got married. I'd have to look look that up. Why were we talking about this? I mean, did I just get onto this because of the oven mitt? I guess I did. So we're at three minutes and 28 seconds. I'm still just looking at melted butter. So no, like I hear, I'm hearing like a sizzling almost. It is sizzling. Just not seeing much color yet. I'm giving you a color update. I see. 
I'm not sizzling. Should I make mine sizzle? Yeah, we might want to turn. Your might be a little too low. My butter hadn't even melted yet. Wearing my toxic masculinity ruins the party again shirt. And I do not want to get this all greasy. Oh, I don't have an apron on either. <laughs> Look at us just being rogue today. I know. Well, we told ourselves we were going to have everything prepped today, which is unusual for us. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly that was at the expense of other things being prepared. <laughs> like aprons. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, wow, like this is really splattering more than I would think. I would like one stick in a giant Cuisinart pot. <laughs> I turned this heat down on my butter at one point because I was worried it was going to get too done and then it just stopped cooking. Mine's kind of foamy. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's okay. It's supposed to be doing that. Okay. You're good. Does There's a have... little bit of caramel color underneath, so I might pull it good. soonish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mine's, I'm starting to get some darker color, like sort of in the center. We want a little bit of bits too, right? Right. Well, the okay. bits are probably going to stick to the, for the most part, stick to the pan. But you know, mine's kind of, mine's getting there. I want a little more color on it. I'm at 11 minutes, which is not really the time, but also sort of the time. <laughs> what is time? What is time? I just want a little more color on it. Does it smell muddy? Yeah, it smells so good. It's starting to get little bits of like brown sand almost. Well, you're doing it right. You've got it Thank so far. Thank you. Thank you. I never know. <laughs> I know it's it's hard because we're not together, but someday. Mm-hmm. One day. We won't know how to record. It will be very weird. It will be very, very weird. <laughs> Which is so interesting because we'd spent so many years cooking in your kitchen together. Well, then hopefully we can recreate it. And then we'll be at the compound soonish. Yeah. And uh, five year plan. Five year plan. We got to figure all that out. That recording sitch will look like. Until then, Gretchen blindly talks me through it. I try to describe it. And she says, Yep. Okay. You're doing okay. Go on. Kind of like, okay. I think I'm, I'm going to stop because my, the, the bits on the bottom of my pan are pretty brown. Jesus Christ. Okay. Popped in my eye. And oh God. so, okay. Yeah. So it's time. I think, yeah, it's time. Oh shit. Oh, I missed, I missed, missed the pan a little bit. <laughs> okay. So oh, I got going. Oops. I turned off the heat. Darn it. All right. So I'm adding my leak. Good God. I finished my alcohol. So I'm a little drunk. I'm a little more drunk than I thought I was drunk. I am going to put out a little reminder to um, like help me walk through the next steps. Okay. So I'm adding my onions and my leek. To the brown to the pan. butter pan. Yep. I dumped mine out and onto the counter. Okay. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> check and check. Did you add oil to the pan or just? Nope. Leave? Oh, good. This working out just like a plan. We've got those little brown bits. And the nice thing is the moisture from our onions. And the leek is going to help keep those from browning further. And they're, I'm sweeping those up. They're coming up really nicely off the bottom of the pan onto my onions here. We are at 14 minutes and 11 seconds. We got and lots my, of sizzle sounds happening. Lots of sizzling. We didn't, we didn't count for the sizzling. Oh, but it smells good. And no salt or anything yet, right? I have not done any salt yet. I did think about using salt and butter, but decided against it. Oh, I did use salted. That's fine. Okay. I was going to ask you about it and I was like, well, I just love salt. So I'm <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, the, the real issue with using why most recipes say unsalted is to give you a baseline. So they're starting at the lowest amount of salt possible. But mm-hmm. where so you can add what you need or want. Right. So that's the main reason. But if you're like, I'm good with a little bit more salt, you just have to remember to taste things so you don't oversalt them. <laughs> that's a good point. I've done that. Still working. Got been in the pan about two minutes or so. Okay. Mine are glistening a little. Mine are very glistening. And starting to see a little bit of color on the edges here. Okay. I'm going to get my paprika ready. Don't have it measured out already. Me neither. What was it? One teaspoon? Quarter. Quarter teaspoon, I believe. Quarter teaspoon. Okay. Yeah. Quarter quarter teaspoon. I think the smokiness is going to be fun. Mm, I'm just getting ahead of myself going with the paprika. Put the paprika in. Same. I'm tired of waiting. I don't feel like waiting for more color on my... (laughs) leeks and onions squeezing my garlic straight into the pan with my amazing garlic press that becca got me for my birthday happy birthday garlic's in 
Garlic Still is no in. oil, right? Still no oil. No oil. Your okay. your your oil should be good. I think if you kept adding oil at this point, you would end up with some very oily soup. <laughs> oh, it smells really good. Oh, it smells so good. Has a really nice like that paprika really gives it kind of a Spanish type matic. Well, I did use Spanish paprika. So. <laughs> sure, that could be happening too. But the smokiness That's- too is so nice, and maybe Spain Spanish. Spanish food is often associated <laughs> with a smoky. I'm seeing some browning on the bottom of my pan. So I'm going to go ahead and put my corn in. Okay. Get some a little bit more moisture in there to stop that browning. Got it. Mm, I love fresh corn. It's like my favorite. Gosh, I've been wanting it so much too. And I've been like, I think we're going to use it for high gluttony. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And then of course, no fresh corn. I'm so mad at your place that you are for that. I know. Wow, my corn might well, not even do the trick here. Shit, oh my I might gosh. have to go straight in with my sock because I don't, I don't want to burn the bottom of my pan to the bottom of my pan. So I'm going in. Okay. All right. Sorry, I've had to divert everybody. <laughs> but as we all know, I had an argument with the <laughs> that part anyway. So it <laughs> bothers me zero percent that I had to do that. I have not added my corn yet. I'm still waiting for a little bit more brown browning crunchiness to happen. I think I'm just I've been go having things go a little overcooked lately. So I think I'm just sensitive to that. Well, and I don't love onions. So I'm like, that's fine if they cook down all the, all the way. way. Yeah. <laughs> Should have add some baking soda so you could have gotten the full Kenji effect. I thought about it. I finally added my corn. Yay. All right, 26 minutes. I've got a nice boil going on. I okay. have a feeling our soup, my soup at least, is going to be much darker than the picture. <laughs> got that brown butter and uh, that browning from the bottom of my pan. Okay, I'm going to go with my broth. I'm making myself a coffee drink. Yum. And bring to a boil, right? Yes. Okay. So I should probably take this down just a smidge. It is fully boiling now, <laughs> which took about two and a half minutes. I'm turning it all the way down to low. So it'll just barely be heated at all. I remembered I'm supposed to tell you shit I didn't know about corn. So, oh, yeah. My favorite factoid is that corn, it's also a grass that with selective breeding. So, looks totally fucking different. I, I sort of know, I know this is one of my facts that I find very interesting. And I could go on a whole thing about people being against genetically modified food. And I'm like, pretty much all food is genetically modified. And corn is a big one that looks like hugely different from its It's, original source, right? (laughs) It definitely looks more along the line of like a grain, uh, like wheat or rice when it first was bred. But sure. Or first domesticated, which was 9,000 years ago in Mesoamerica. Nine thousand years is really hard to conceptualize for me. <laughs> it's also like, is that is that really long enough to have done like domestication of grass? Like it feels like you shouldn't be able to evolve that quickly. Ah, alert, alert. Yeah. yeah. But but this is what happened. So here we are <laughs> in our weird future world. <laughs> in our weird future world where nothing is like it used to be. I think we learned that with the peaches too. That was uh <laughs> I was surprised. I don't know if we've talked about it yet, but there was a really big shallot shortage and nobody was talking about it for weeks and weeks. Nobody was talking about it. It's back to normal now. So it's like, what did that happen? Did it not happen? Did I make it up? I don't know. Weird future world. Future world. You were talking about, you were talking about corn. (laughs) I was going to talk about corn. We could just pursue the whole shallot thing if you want. We could just eschew the whole corn thing. And <laughs> Where did the shallots go? Why didn't anyone talk about it? But I will still <laughs> insist on telling you how different corn looked. I actually had to go look at a pic, go find a picture. So like you can, can definitely see the relation relationship between the two because the plants do look similar. But to me, the original plant looked much more like kind of crabgrass. 
instead of having like one single stalk that comes up from like through the middle that puts out multiple heads, it definitely had like branches, you know, it was, it was more bush-like. And oh. the heads were originally only about like two to three inches. So, but through thousands and thousands of years of humans going, okay, these have more tender exteriors. And so we want that. And, oh, this is a, like a bigger grain. So we want that. And selectively breeding and preserving the seeds only that they wanted uh-huh. we got corn that looks totally fucking different from crabgrass let me tell you so <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to say the least <laughs> to say the least because uh, the actual large it's a large variety of grass according to on food cooking i was like thank you for distinguishing that it was a large grass thank you Thank you. Thanks. Yep. The ancestor of, of corn or maize is teosinte or teosinte, depending on how you pronounce it. Okay. But corn, so corn is like one of the more dramatic ones. I was actually reading an article from Vox today just because I was like, what is this? And like, am I making this up? So I had to do a little bit more research to be like, yes, I do remember this correctly. But like watermelons also were like super tiny to begin with. And then we selectively bred them to be huge and totally different. Like there were six varieties originally. Yeah. The people that are like, you know, it's like we've been genetically modifying our food for thousands of years. Like get the fuck over yourselves. But there are things that I'm sure are beyond the scope, you know, just like normal selective breeding, I guess, is probably what they're really railing against. Probably. That's that's the most interesting thing to me is that it looked totally different when they originally started eating it. Looked nothing like it does now. And now you get this thing that there are five different varieties. <laughs> well, that's just like the main general types, not actually like when I say varieties. Categories? Like- categories might be a better way to put it yes thank you because you have your your popcorn variety yum so popcorn and flint corn have pretty thick endosperms remind us again what the endosperm is the endosperm is like the part so you have a exterior the hull and the endosperm is the inside the popping corn like a popcorn has like a huge amount of hard endosperm inside with a small little piece of soft endosperm and that's the part the soft endosperm actually like because it contains moisture is the part that makes the popcorn explode because that's the part that really expands whereas the hard endosperm like is then softened and allows the and allows for more expansion endosperm is the inside part of the kernel how's that for the longest answer ever (laughs) So at this point, 2021, August 2021, there are five different basic types of corn. Correct. Some of them are popcorn, but most corn is produced for animal feed, right? Yes. So it's like of those categories, some are for humans and some are for animals at this point. The dent corn tends to be, seems to be like a much, it's a much larger grain. I how much, how much animal feed have you come out into contact with in your life? <laughs> Zero. What, my grandfather had ostriches and we had to feed them raw to help for their digestion. For their gizzards? Yeah. That's, about, that's the extent of it. One time I was dared to eat cat food. That's it. <laughs> no, no. Back. Ew. Did you do it? You were dared to. It was to. dry. You... It was dry. Ew. Ew. I, oh. Well, Gretchen, I had to. <laughs> Okay, Becca, that's not, no, you don't right, have anyways, to. Keep going, keep going. No, no, we need to examine the fact that you ate cat food for like at least five more minutes. Um, <laughs> oh, the 80s. Oh, the 80s. <laughs> oh, a totally different era of things. But anyway, dent corn is named such because the way its endosperm works is it has two deposits of hard endosperm, like on either wall and like two of the walls. And so then it has the soft endosperm in the center. And so Mm. when it dries, that soft endosperm causes it to 
kind of like collapse in on itself. So it always has like a bit of a dent at the end of the corn. That's why it's called dent corn. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> and your last two types are flower corn and sweet corn, which seem to be pretty similar. They have the softer of the, the endosperms and um, the flower corn is usually dehydrated and ground up for meal. And then sweet corn is the one that's usually eaten sort of fresh or or canned or frozen those that's the application for those and that's what we're using today yes that's what we're using today for the soup we are using popcorn for the popcorn ah good distinguishing really interesting though is that they think popcorn was actually one of the first ways that corn was cooked so that's really like they were like yeah they just like started throwing that grain near the the heat source and you know popcorn I am fascinated by the first person who tried something like that, like mushrooms, corn. There's so many things that are activated by something small. And I'm, we never talk about who discovered that. And I love, I think it's so interesting that there's all these things that were just like discovered and we just like, it's just part of our life and we don't really know who, who did that, who, who figured that out. I mean, unfortunately, I think, with with things that were discovered with food it would be really hard to track down exactly who thought of it because it was <laughs> going to be somebody like before writing existed so <laughs> can you please sign your name here in the rocks we're not sure how to spell it <laughs> are we in a time travel scenario is that what's happening now we're like traveling through so. time to find out who invented popcorn Bill and Ted food version. <laughs> Ooh, ideas for Patreon. Mm, I love Bill and Ted. <laughs> and last thing I'll leave you with, or last two things, because I tried not to go too deep in the weeds. I, I did find a lot of interesting stuff, but I was like, oh, this feels like it's a little too deep for this. I was also like, we're not using flour corn or corn nuts or anything like that. So <laughs> ignoring all that. Corn is the third largest human food crop just behind wheat and rice. So those are our big three grains. Okay. And this was the part that was like, what? In the US and Europe, we actually feed more corn to livestock than people. So we must have like huge, most of our corn would be dent corn that's grown in the Mm -hmm. US, if that's the case. It's interesting to think about that on the heels of our- The beef episode the searing because we learned that the united states is responsible for one-third of the meat consumption in the world in the world and we're like what 15th in population or something like that it was like some crazy discrepancy yeah real disconnect and so it's interesting to learn how much needs to go into the feed for that supply yeah and Corn takes a lot of water to grow, right? I have no idea. I think it does. I think that's one of the things. High yielding corn requires approximately 20 to 30 inches of water per year, depending on the planting rate, maturity group, and location and weather conditions. Two to three feet ish. Ish, yeah. That's a fair amount for some places these days. Okay, here, this is better. This is um, Pepper's Home and Garden. How much water does corn need? Article. Okay. Corn, corn needs needs one and a half inches of water each week to produce an optimal crop. That's a lot of water. That is a that's a pretty good amount of water. Yeah, I don't water my house plants that much. No, me neither. But I mostly have succulents inside. So right. <laughs> so very interesting to think about what that looks like, especially to think about corn in its original stage, which was very small. Yeah. And now we have these huge big corns on the cob that are actually probably all specifically engineered to be that way. So it's very interesting. So, well, okay. Going on in this article, this is also interesting. I had no idea we were going to get into growing corn this week, but all right. But here we are. But here we are. This is how it goes sometimes. Mm -hmm. Corn (laughs) Corn should be watered once per week for an extended period of time. This is preferable to daily watering sessions, which usually soak the first few inches of soil. 
but shallow watering won't reach the roots of your corn plants, which can rain from eight inches to 60 inches in depth, depending on variety. Wow. Additionally, <laughs> watering, it says, frequent, watering frequently to a shallow depth encourages weed invasion in your corn patch as it feeds the shallow rooted pest plants you don't want. So actually my drought watering is going to be much better for my well-established plants. Ah. It might help me keep my weeds down, which would be really nice. That's awesome. Things you learn. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that was awesome. That was yeah. a ton of info about corn. I'm so glad to have that in my brain now. Maybe. I, I hope it sticks. Yeah. How often do you need to spout off about corn? Not often. Not, not that often. <laughs> Unfortunately. All right. I'm going to get ready to blend Blend, blend. Okay, let's do this. Are you, you keep your heat on low? You don't turn yeah, it off? I'm, I'm keeping it on low. Depends. Okay. If it starts spitting on me, then I might turn it off and move it off. The okay. Heat, but. okay. So we're immersion blending. 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 I'm <laughs> blending. <laughs> Shallow pan, lots of splatter. All right, so far I've been lucky. It's only splattering onto the stove. Ah. Yeah, I need more water or I need more liquid. I just went and got some stock out of my freezer. So I'm putting frozen stock into my... Okay. This is when Gretchen teaches you what might not be good things to do. I blended mine. It was a mess, but I'm also going to add just a little more stock because I want it to be a little more liquidy. Yeah, mine mine definitely thickened up a considerable amount. And neither of us have added our dairy yet besides no. butter. But I'm very drunk. How did I get this oh, wow. drunk? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Manhattan's, I guess. I guess. Did you not have a very big lunch or protein-y for lunch? <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, did you have no. lunch? <laughs> I did not really have lunch. I made a peanut butter or no, sorry, almond butter and peach jam sandwich. Yum. With a lot of almond butter. I'm sure that is really not the best thing to put up against bourbon. (laughs) Yeah. Double. So you did single, but yeah, I did a single because I have zero alcohol tolerance. I am proving right now. (laughs) All right. We've, we've immersion blended our soup. Mine's a little bit chunky and I'm, I'm okay with that. As we learned, that's fine. That's okay. So what do we do next? My heat's on low. Should I add my heavy whipping cream? Add your, add your heavy whipping cream. I'm still waiting for my frozen stock to melt. And I, mine is very chunky as well. So I'm kind of beginning to see the, the advantage that might be presented by sieving. Aha. Uh-huh. A long time since I've been this fucked up. Hmm. Is it enjoyable? I mean, it's fine. It's just making it a little hard to do what I'm supposed to be doing over here. (laughs) I've actually done a really good job in the last few years of like not drinking too much, mostly because it's like I get two drinks in me and it's fucking miserable the next day sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, I don't really need to do that anymore. (laughs) This sucks and it makes it so hard to do stuff. Totally. How's your stuff looking? It's looking good. I'm taste testing it with some of the browned butter just for, you know, quality control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really, really fucking delicious. All right. I was a bit worried my color was going to be more gray, but it's it's fine. It's still pretty yellow. Nice. Mine worried. has a little green to it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Did you use more of the green parts of the leek? leek? Not, not, I don't think like not really, but. I don't know why there's like a little grayness to it. All right. Mine definitely needs salt to start. It is severely un- undersalted here. So I'm going to start setting myself up for my popcorn a little bit while I'm just kind of waiting to figure out what I'm doing with the soup. It, it may be a bit <laughs> of a work in progress for the rest of the afternoon. But <laughs> So what does, can you talk us through what the popcorn making is going to look like? Oh, good reminder. Thank you, Becca. Yes, I can, because you've mentioned it now. Well, now I have to. (laughs) It's on record. It's on the record. And if I veer off now, I'm the only one to blame. (laughs) So my usual process with making popcorn, 
And I've, I've only in the last year or so discovered my preferred method, but I like to make mine in a cast iron pan. I only do this because I have a screen that fits over <laughs> the top <laughs> that keeps all the popcorn from escaping. So I do not recommend this as a method for anyone that does not have one of these pan screens that they can hold their popcorn in with. Annoying thing is though, is that my, my screen doesn't have like a handle. So I have to hold in really close at the, on uh, the top. Interesting. And, yeah. So like you can buy them with like um, a full on handle, like it goes out over the handle of a pan. So I would highly recommend buying. One like that. <laughs> now that you don't have it. Now that I do not have that. So I, I really like using the cast iron pan because it retains heat. So I do tend to warm it up a little bit slowly, keeping it over like a medium heat. I add my oil to begin with, and then put a couple of kernels of popcorn in the pan with the oil. This is just because this will tell you exactly when your pan is hot enough. As soon as you see those kernels pop, you know, your pan is hot enough, but you haven't ruined your entire pan of popcorn. <laughs> You've just ruined <laughs> two kernels really. And, um, <laughs> So I do like that trick. My friend Tamara shared that with me. I don't, I don't quite know where she picked that one up, but I was like, this is a good trick. I like it. Canary in the coal mine popcorn. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Becca. Very good. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that analogy, but that's <laughs> perfect. So you heat your pan up with neutral oil. How much oil? Two tables. Well, I found a recipe yesterday that said two tablespoons. Now, if you know me at all, you know, I don't measure anything. So I would probably end up with a bit more than that. I just kind of would free ball it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not even remotely right to use in this context. Free corn um, it. Free corn it. Yeah. Free, free oil it. Uh, it's really There's something that about. makes more sense here, but we are not finding We're it. We're not yeah. going to find it. <laughs> no. it's, not, it's not our task today. No, no, that's not what's happening. So once your oil is good and hot and those two kernels pop, you put your popcorn in. You got to make sure you keep moving that pan around though. Don't want them to settle in one place and just keep moving it until all the, till the popping sounds slow down quite a bit. And even then it may not quite be done because I always have the bad habit of pulling the screen off. And then of course, like three kernels will pop as soon as I pull the screen <laughs> off and like send a bunch of the corn, like across the kitchen or right in your face. Yeah. So far, no, it has not hit me in the face, but Phew. I say so far because this is still yeah. something that could happen. We never know what happens on Honey Gluttony. I'm going to, I'm going to take one more whack at my soup here with my blending, 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 blending. <laughs> I keep eating yeah. my soup and brown butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Should I get my popcorn pan heated to a certain temperature. So we're going to turn the heat on. We're going to add our oil straight off the bat. How much heat? Medium heat. And two tablespoons of neutral oil. I'm using canola. What did you decide on? I, I did take my avocado oil out of the cupboard. Okay. Measuring out two tablespoons. That doesn't look like enough. I'm going to add some more. <laughs> so there's probably at least a quarter of a cup of oil for me. So do you, are you looking for the oil to like cover the bottom of the pan? That's that's general my general rule. Okay. Because I always feel like that it, it actually does a little bit better if it can... Like if the oil comes up a little bit of the sides of the kernels, I but see. maybe, maybe that's just something I think is a thing and it's not. <laughs> so, right. Who knows? <laughs> so I put my two kernels in there. I'm putting my screen on and I'm not going to wiggle it around while it's heating up. I'm just going to let it okay. sit. All right. I added my canary kernels. I'm putting my lid on top. Do you have canary the lid on your kernels. soup? <laughs> Do you have the lid on your soup? I am putting the lid on my soup now. Okay. And I'm going to let, let that chill out. I'm my... so excited. So we're not flipping it around. We're just waiting to hear a pop. Maybe I should yes. move my headphones off a little so I can hear the pop. I'm watching mine, actually. Oh. I decided I would just come over here and look at it. <laughs> so you, do you have a lid on it? I just took the lid off because I kind of don't care if they pop out of the pan at this point. Oh. You're mostly going to want to make sure that you're venting the lid some when you're oh. cooking the popcorn so that the some steam can escape. Otherwise you're going to end up with like the outer parts will end up being a little bit tough. And so your popcorn will end up a little tough. But okay. My, my little kernels are sizzling a bit, but not, no 
I've got some smoke coming off my oil, so I'm going to turn my fan on. Okay. I, I don't even go. have sizzling, so I turned mine up a little. Okay. Still haven't hit at least three minutes that I've had the pan going here. Mm-hmm. No popping yet. Smoke and no pop? Smoke and no pop. Oh, there it goes. Ah. Okay. I finally have some sizzle. Well, I've got a kernel. All right. So are you going with the rest of the kernels for you? I'm waiting on my second guy. My second canary kernel. <laughs> Your data. I'm moving it around the pan with the spoon. Like, is it hotter over here? What about here? <laughs> oh! <laughs> that one almost could have hit me in the face. <laughs> All right, here I go. Okay. I'm putting my lid on. I got to get a bowl out. Oh, no. oh right. Put it in. Okay, I got to get that too. <laughs> and then after we pour the popcorn into the bowl, are you going to put butter on it the brown butter or I'm gonna put a little bit of brown butter on it and then finish it with some truffle salts oops can you reheat popcorn oh, not really ah okay and i think of this as the entirety of my oh no oh no <laughs> my oven lit on fire what um, i know i know um it's uh an oven that i bought a while ago and it's been kind of on the edge like the whole front of it has already burned off oh my god but i keep using it and apparently <laughs> the inside is not really flame retardant so oh my god <laughs> you're okay though i'm right? fine yes no okay. i'm totally fine the oven mitt is out i got it out right away but oh yeah no don't do that that's very very bad this is a full of things gretchen doesn't think you should do kind of day like <laughs> we'll do it first but nears We'll do it for you. Okay. So my popping is slowing down. I'm turning my heat off. Okay. I keep shaking it here. <laughs> Again, got to recommend the screen that has the handle thingy on it because <laughs> this is a pain in the ass. So I'm going to pull this off and see if I can make this not go all over the kitchen. Now, put a little bit of oil oh. or brown butter on my popcorn here. I didn't hear my popcorn pop, but it's popped. So I'm going to add my cup. Okay. And my truffle salt. Okay. Do I add salt to this popcorn? Yeah. Yep. Salt. Truffle salt. Regular salt. Right now, as it's going, truffle salt. Yep. Okay. Oh no, not while it's on the stove. Sorry. Oh, okay. Just regular salt. You could put a little regular salt, but also when you finish it. Sorry, I'm thinking you're on the same step as me, but you're slightly behind me because your stove is far behind. (laughs) I've just got popping. Oh, I heard a Kinsey, maybe. She's yelling at me. Okay, okay. Okay. Do you hear my pop? Oh, there it goes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. That's really good. <sighs> so put in a bowl and add truffle salt. Yes. And a little bit of the brown butter and toss it all together. And then we top okay. our soup with it. Exactly. I guess we'll check back in with each other after we've eaten our soup and popcorn. Yeah. I'm eating all the popcorn right now. <laughs> okay. To the store and get more. <laughs> Are you serious? (laughs) Only sort of. Mm -hmm. God, I love popcorn. Here we are in the future. Time travel music. Time travel music. (laughs) We don't know what this is. Yes. So we'd already tasted. Oh, yeah. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, My coconut shells are right here. Gretchen sent me coconut shells. I finally have coconut shells the way Gretchen has coconut shells. So you'll hear a lot more. Of one of us being muted while we clap, but pretty consistent sound on both sides, either way. <laughs> anyway, now that we've already taken a sidetrack <laughs> on our outro. Corn soup. Corn it's, soup. It was delicious the last time you were with us and we tasted it. It stayed delicious for me. The only thing I did was add basil and then topped it with the popcorn and brown additional brown butter and it was so good it was so good I loved the balance and the flavor and the sweetness and it was exactly what I wanted I loved it oh good but what did you think Gretchen so I forgot half my garnishes I forgot (laughs) to put the brown butter on the soup I did put it on the popcorn so the, the flavor was there sort of in spirit I guess and it was your idea Oh, and I forgot to put basil on it. So <laughs> I got one out of three garnishes on there. 
Oh, well, I'm bad at garnish. That's not my, my forte. Brown butter flavor was there. I'm sure your popcorn was probably perfect. And the soup was delicious. I agree. Very, very good recipe. So we will have to whip that one out again at some point. Yeah. I always have frozen corn. (laughs) It was easy. And now you know how to make popcorn. I know. I, I did a thing. I made you did a thing. It was actually pretty easy. <laughs> I know. Isn't it, it, isn't it kind of a shocker when you're like, oh, this isn't hard. Why did, why? I mean, I get microwave popcorn, but at the same time, I'm like, it's not that hard. I think it's just more messy than anything else. Totally. Cleaning the pan, not a big deal either, but still not what you want to do when there's a bag that you can just throw away. And pretty satisfying. That popping sound was super fun. And listening to it when we were editing, I was like, this is fun. Like making popcorn is such a lively event. It feels so festive. (laughs) I like that. Popcorn is a lively event. (laughs) The poetry of popcorn. The poetry of popcorn. (laughs) Well, as always, we will be sharing pictures on Instagram and the recipe and our thoughts on highgluttony.com. And any last thoughts, Gretchen, about corn or or soup or life or anything? Nope. No (laughs) thoughts whatsoever. Nope. We're done. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Off we go. Oh, shit. They slipped. Next time. Yeah, next time. We'll practice with the coconuts. We'll get that next time. Ha, 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 ha.